Hi, this is Lauren Nagel of Sidewalk Talk. In this episode, we're not walking and talking. I went to their hotel when they performed in Hong Kong, just in the lobby area, and we just kind of chatted about what they're doing with their music, their history, and they're just so fun as a duo. I found them through Majestic Casual, and since then, I'm just so obsessed with the kind of summery vibes of their music, and they got their rise initially from their music being played on BBC Radio and are pretty prominent in the UK electronic music scene. They're one of the producers that got me into electronic music around six years ago, so this is a really huge interview for me, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Um, oh, we've got two angles going. Is that? Oh, cool. I'll check you out. Nice. Professional. Um, well, it's just going to be our legs in the shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just going to be our bare legs, like, bouncing around. My, <laughs> my really red thighs. <laughs> it's going to be my terrible steak and egg socks. <laughs> steak and eggs. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. So you guys were, were you both born in Lancaster or...? I mean, vaguely speaking, yeah. we're, we're actually both from the countryside. Oh. Um, we're, I'm, essentially, I live on the edge of a moor. So okay. I live in the middle of nowhere, like kind of Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes? Maybe that's the wrong sort of reference. <laughs> Sherlock, Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, when he went out to investigate something on the moors. Um, no, I live. Yeah, in a very desolate area. So it's kind of like um, you knew all your like neighbours and everything. Yeah, well, I didn't really have many neighbours. Oh wow, it's that and, like, uh, distant. Yeah, but but it's beautiful around us, and it's not too far from play, like yeah. different places. But we were very much cut off from culture. It was only because of our parents that we really sort of found music and art and yeah. you know theatre and whatnot, so... Not um, really my parents. <laughs> my, well, my parents have a little bit. But yeah, so... Uh, I so love them, but music taste isn't the best. Really? Yeah. What, what, did you, what did they play when you were growing up? Christian rock. Oh, so your whole family was like Christian, like yeah, yeah, religious. Yeah, yeah. Really religious. Yeah. Christian my family rock. Was, yeah, was... Split oh, was it like there. a really like religious town where you guys... Like, no, 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 not at all, no. No. Yeah. No, I mean, um, the school kind of was... But we, we live like sort of half an hour from each other, which in the countryside yeah. is quite far, like sort of 20 miles from each other. Yeah. And then 20 miles to the nearest city. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we weren't, yeah, so we were relatively, yeah. Uh, so, but like what kind of music did you like listen to? Like, what were people listening to in like those areas? Rounders. Um, well, let's put it this way. When we started making the music, we were... We were really given a lot of grief for yeah. doing it. We were it. a bit of a joke. Like they were like, <laughs> really? da- they were like yeah. dance music. Or what's this? Because they all listened to. It was bands. It was everyone's in a band. Sort of it, yeah. indie, like mod sort of culture, and which we grew up band, listening right? to. Like you guys were in like a few bands growing up. I, I used to be in a few bands. Yeah. I used to be in some funny <laughs> bands. Was, yeah. yeah. I, I actually only produced, but you, yeah. Yeah, I was in a band, and I must clarify. To be fair to my parents, they. They 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 got me all the you know they got me guitars and stuff when I was a kid so they are very yeah. very very important. Oh, it's wow. just I had to find like soul music and jazz and all that stuff like we both yeah. did after after the fact we had to proper delve because you know you sometimes see these interviews with artists and they're like 
Oh yes, my, my dad, he had an extensive record collection of uh, <laughs> 70s Brazilian soul and jazz, and it's great. And yeah. I'm like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But luckily we have the internet to yeah. you know, be But your parents dad. are like creative though, right? Or what do they do? So, yeah, well my, dad, well my dad is, my dad's a doctor. Yeah. But my mum, my mum used to play guitar so, and she can sing oh. actually. So, so she, she does, did that full time or? No, not, not oh. full time. She used to do that when she was younger and she, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she did studied anatomy at university. Oh. Very academic family, my family. Yeah. And they push you to study or you didn't? <laughs> they were, I mean, at, at first they yeah. were, I mean, like in school they were like kind of a bit like, yeah, you do the music, but make sure you keep going to school yeah. and get your grades. But then after, you know, it all started kicking off. They, they're very supportive. They've been very, very supportive yeah. this whole time. So Is I'm very grateful like, to them. like common that your like friends grew up were like creative? people and doing creative things full-time or were they mostly like academics like you got to be a doctor no uh it's it's very brothers i mean my mum's an artist yeah. so oh, it's wow. kind of different for me than adam so i was given a bit more of a i left school early to yeah. pursue this uh which was debatable because my dad was a teacher oh he was a head teacher as well so <laughs> I, it, it was like oh, it was like you know i'm kind of going against the grain but um, I think, well, actually, weirdly, a lot of our friends, our school, something's happened with our school where about uh, five, three or four different people have got record deals now. Oh, wow, that's and crazy. But it's, like, not even musically affiliated at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, and... Um, well, it is, but now, even now, since all these people, so they've, they've shut then. down. It's no, not Oh, oh no, no, they didn't, they didn't, like, push us into this. Yeah. It just so happened that within a few years at our school... Um, I think you you catalyze each other, you know. You kind yeah. of instill like that kind of inspiration into each other, and I think it's it's just meant that we've pushed. And also, I think there's a sense of if they can make it, you have the belief that you can make it as well. So, yeah. a few people um, have got major deals. Yeah. Actually, some of our friends we've made a track with recently. Um, have a massive deal they just played on American um, Seth Meyers they played live oh, on Seth Meyers wow. and, and they're doing incredibly well touring the world as well I in fact um, I used to be in a rock band with that guy we were called we were called Zolt it does we were called we were called we were called Zoltan after Do Where's My Car or Flash Gordon whatever you want Yeah. and we played some pretty pretty heavy rock but I loved it. It was a good, nah. it was a good, it was a good few yeah. years. It you was know, playing, fun. Uh, yeah. Playing pubs and stuff. We were pretty good. I'd say we were pretty tight for a school well, band. What made you not want to continue that? Like, they just, were the best band in school. We were the best band. Oh, wow. Come on. But everyone's the best DJ. Like, Joe's the best DJ. Everyone sort of dissipated. And, you know, well, now, so the lead singer, Tom, now he's in Aquilo and he just played Seth Meyers. So he's oh, still wow. doing it. He's doing a different thing. And then, But it was when we were, it was when we were like, we were best friends from like 14, 15 onwards. Yeah, and we used to sit in graphic design lessons, not really doing any work and just <laughs> chatting about music and chatting about like early, like, like, like dubstep basically, back yeah. when they like pinching people And you guys like, like made dubstep like, Pretty much, a little bit. We, yeah. we didn't know, we, we didn't really know how to make it though, because we were listening to all this <laughs> stuff and we couldn't really figure out how to make the like, Bwah. so we kind of made our own thing. And that kind I, of became what we like, and then yeah. we hated all the wobby stuff, and yeah. 
I think, yeah, there was never a point where we just listened to that. Though. I think a lot of people, when, you know, you fall into a scene when you're, like, an adolescent, and yeah. you sort of go, I'm that person, or yeah. I'm this person. And we never really fit into one of those. So we kind of just... We tried to be that person, mm -hmm. and we failed, and we ended up making the music we made yeah. now, basically. But failures are the key to success, always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a cliche, but... It is. It's true. Accidents, accidents are the way you make the best music. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How did so, they go from like rock band to dubstep? It's um, like a bit of a leap. I mean, it was, well, actually, it was probably me really because I like dragged him into it. <laughs> I was like, mate, please, please, just come and try this out. <laughs> so it's the future. Because I, okay, well, I like didn't have the musicality, but I had like the technical. Um, Point, you know, I, I knew how to kind of make it, mm -hmm. and I needed like this man to come in and help me like get those chords that I was looking for and whatnot. And now we've kind of taught each other. Yeah, it's, so yeah, it's kind of funny for me though, because like, so yeah, I grew up listening to rock sort of thing, and I remember when I was really young, I remember hearing like trance or whatever on the radio, and I remember, oh, so I remember thinking, radio. I remember thinking like, oh, this is crap, like anyone could do this. I remember, <laughs> I genuinely remember having that thought. And I had this sort of like, I don't know, back in the day there was the rock and mod mentality. So it was like either yeah. you're a rocker or a mod. And I almost had this thing where I was like, yeah, I can't, I'm not allowed to like <laughs> dance music. And I remember very vividly watching the music channels when I was younger in between adverts on TV or whatever. And I remember Around the World coming on, obviously Daft Punk, yeah. Around the World. I remember thinking, loving it, but like not wanting anyone to know that I loved it because my house was so like rock orientated. Oh so I'd like watching up like, Really cool. <laughs> oh, there was another tune, uh, "Move Your Feet" by Junior Senior, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I like loved, but I didn't didn't want to like admit that I liked it. So it was like. So it's only you two that kind of share that like low key liking. Yeah, yeah. No, I've 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 a vivid memory of um, DJing some like party or something. I can't remember if it was like a house party or an official party. Well, it was my band. Um, Oh yeah, it was my fifteenth oh birthday. And all the girls, my fifteenth birthday. All, all the girls came up to me and they were like, "What are you doing? Like, you're killing the band." And you know, this that, and, and, I, and now, you know, like five years old, I yeah. was playing like a Jamie XX remix oh, of something, and uh, and then like five years on, all those same girls are like. See, goes these brains out. They're actually at the X. They go to the XX gigs now, obviously. Yeah. yeah. At the but time, it'd be like, play some Rihanna George, please. Play some Rihanna George. But but you have to. But you have to kind of. I mean, this is almost not worth saying, but you do. You got to stick to your guns, haven't you? In that yeah. respect. So, yeah, we kind of avoided playing too many like silly parties, and we said like, we're going to do it. We're going to be proper DJs yeah. and, and then we're gonna probably go on and I chased but it didn't it didn't really work <laughs> out that way that was that was the idea well that was George's point of view George was a serious one it's like yeah we're gonna do this full time and then I when I learned to DJ when I was like 16 I was like oh mate yeah I'm just gonna play this my mate our mate's 16th birthday party because it's gonna give me 200 quid or whatever so I'll be there just like playing yeah like yeah taking the cash but just, I'm that absolutely skin like well integrity integrity, integrity yes yeah. yeah well anyway it's, it's worked out it worked out relatively fine. okay so I'll, I'll let it slip I'll let it slip
How about music and the internet? Was the first time you found music online, was that through SoundCloud or was that already like... Was oh, it, no. It was uh, in MySpace. Blogs. Actually, yeah. Was it MySpace? Yeah, we had MySpace and blogs, really, wasn't it? Yeah. It's I, definitely I, not. Did you have mentors and stuff growing up or like... Because, I mean, mm. getting to like the big kind of music scene, it's... It's a big leap for you guys. So did you have anyone like <laughs> yeah. helping us from like where you're from, or was it mostly just like? Um, yeah, um, no, <laughs> didn't have anyone really. Um, that I guess that's that's the thing about having uh, maybe, and I don't mean this in arrogant respect, but mm. having like a different skill set is being. I focused a lot of time on the technical side of making the music and Adam spent a lot of time on the musical side. Um, so we worked it out ourselves. Yeah. But um, we did look for people. Yeah. And I went into school and I asked, you know, the music teachers about compression and how I can achieve this certain mix yeah. and stuff. But, and, and same with Adam, we like work, trying to work out how to create, you know, those chords and whatnot. But the thing is, we actually knew more than them at the same time. Just from like researching They couldn't really, or? yeah, they couldn't really teach us. And the just thing, from doing it yourself, like... You work it out. Yeah. Then. I mean, yeah. You, if you do it enough, we did it all day, every day. And when I left school, I did it every single day for like, you know, 15 hours a day. Oh, you know, until yeah. I went to sleep and then in bed, I'd just be on my laptop trying to work it out. And then you move that into the studio, and they work out how to do it on the hardware, yeah. and on real synths, and yeah. then we worked out how to record real guitars, and right. then you step it up again. But we have to say, there's been people throughout, there hasn't been a single mentor, however, actually, in the last two months, we've probably had the guy that's had the biggest effect on us. Oh, wow. Um, this guy called Tim, mm -hmm. Tim Burns, and um, he's so we we finished an album now, mm -hmm. practically anyway. And um, this we've been making this electronic music since we were young. That like we feel it is like young music, mm -hmm. but the album is much more of a much more of a pro progression. Really, it's got it's going to have orchestral pieces on choirs and. Uh, gospel choirs, you know, it's got it's, the arrangements are way more complicated. Maybe people f might find it a bit difficult to comprehend from some of our pe previous music, but I think for the most part, after a few, I think it's a big leap. Then yeah. you'll, you'll get it, and and he's really helped us like capture, you know, the sixteen sound on the guitar, oh, wow. and like he's yeah. helped us like get the grand pianos into the tracks without like destroying them or. Mm taking over and those sort of engineering techniques are something that you you need someone to teach you yeah, yeah. But, sure. but we weren't fortunate we that i think maybe if we'd had that earlier yeah. we might have made a different kind of music yeah i, think I mean probably yeah i mean it's like we always say like the uh, few things i want to say the first thing is like the limitations we always say as mm. what makes you who you are so you yeah. know you if we can't like say like i couldn't play these certain jazz chords how I wanted to so we just play like the same sort of major seventh chord but that became the same kind of sound that we had or whatever you know or 
the, the ways like we couldn't like we didn't know how to side chain properly so we'd use like this like plugin that would do it for us and then yeah. it would like you know would define the sort of sound that we use but yeah but Tim it must be said has been amazing because he's just he knows that he's because he's in his 40s he's been yeah. he can record anything he can record yeah. and he, you know like we'd record just an example we'd record a bass we just we you know I play the bass we plug it straight into our sound card yeah. no straight into our preamp sorry then into the sound card whereas he he plugs it into his like 1968 bass amp oh my god has three mics recording that it so and good. goes through all these crazy things and it just sounds amazing <laughs> and it's yeah. just you know it's just it's like in, in, it's invaluable information it's like yeah. You can't, it's just amazing, the type of stuff that you learn. I, I, I think we're fortunate as well because, you know, we started when we yeah. were, well, really when we were 16, but properly when we were sort of 17, 18. And to have, like, some success very early on and to uh, get into, we've been in so many pop sessions with writers and, and being able to work with so many people. And for most people's careers start about now when they're, like, 23. Yeah. So we're, we feel so fortunate to have had all that experience. And like to be bringing out the album now, even though we miss maybe like the initial wave, yeah. like I think the album we're going to bring out is going to be so much better than it, what yeah. we would have done if we just, you know, yeah. got it out when yeah. the hype was there. And it also so. means that we can just... Because we've had this, you know, like this tug of war with record labels for... Mm -hmm. a, like a couple of years and we're finally free basically to do yeah. exactly what we want yeah. and because we kind of missed the wave yeah. now we just can do what we want and we've just made an album of stuff that we just genuinely love yeah. and uh, doesn't really sound like that much in our opinion which is exactly which is you know always been our yeah. aim was to try and be unique so yeah. I think yeah, it's a good thing that it, it, we'd missed the wave because it means yeah. we can just be like well <laughs> here it is now yeah. <laughs> surprise yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, the music we made initially when we made it at first wasn't popular. Now people look at it and some people in England as well would say, you know, oh, it's that kind of music. Because a lot of people then made it afterwards. And not to say, you know, we've, we've created this music kind of thing. It's, that is not at all what we're saying. But it, it was definitely, it wasn't just a common style of music right. and yeah. now it's become a little bit more common yeah yeah it's going to be nice to come again and do something completely different to all our peers you know there, there will still be there's disco tracks in there and there's still like r&b kind of references and stuff but it's just a little bit it's, it's a bit weird and there's live drums and it's just got a bit more yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to hype this too much because maybe everyone hates this album. Everyone's like already so excited. So. <laughs> we basically so we feel we feel excited to yeah. finally have finished the yeah. piece of music, and we we've had some low points over the last sure. few years. It's taken like so. the culmination of this album's taken about four yeah well, Actually, four years, yeah. five years to be. I'd say four years yeah. to make. So. And it's now, now because we've got to the point where we've taken so long, we were just like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. Yeah. So we have gone completely yeah. overboard with like recording live strings and oh my God. all this stuff. Yeah. But it was just, yeah, it was, yeah. Actually, I was going to ask, um, gonna since you started music at a young age, did you ever feel like you were being like 
manipulated or scanned by like record labels because oh, they weren't yeah, sure yeah, what yeah. you were doing. Yeah, 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 completely. Yeah. I mean, I that, think most people. So you get, cause most you didn't major, like have anyone pretty much to talk to, so they were just like, okay, sure, like. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and also, you got to remember when there's, there's I said to Adam when when we were leaving when I left school, I said yeah. we will get a record deal at the end of it. The aim was to get a deal at the end of it. Right. So when we did inevitably get offered that deal, it was like, right, okay, this is it. We can now pay the rent, we can pay for the equipment, yeah. you know, we can live the life that we've been dreaming of. So you know, we jumped at the opportunity without anyone telling us yeah. what that might entail and what, what that could mean for the music and the future of our kind of creative control and whatnot. So, yeah. It's, it's been good to sort of retain that again and regret, regain that and um, sort of, you know, get back in a space where you feel like you can make what you want. Yeah. Because there was a period of time, uh, like a year and a half ago, where every time we went in the studio, it was like, we've got to make like the biggest hit in the world right now. Yeah. Right. And if we don't make it, then we're a failure and that's it. So they give you like is, a lot of pressure and stuff. A lot of pressure, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's like an impossible situation to write good music is yeah. with, with you have it in mind, this has to be a hit. It's never yeah. going to be good. It's yeah. so stressful. Yeah, it's yeah. never going to be And it's also one thing that I never realised that labels do, which, which I mean, I was we were both very naive when we first started. Yeah. We, was, we got signed when we were 17, 18, mm-hmm. under maybe some bad guidance from management. But that whatever, we uh, and we uh, and we were like, oh, so we're just gonna make music that we like, and that's what they want as well, and they just want to like our music. Yeah, exactly. But obviously, it gets bastardized into yeah. what it is. But I mean, the worst part of it was is was when we were doing these sessions about two years ago, two three mm. years ago. We're going in with pop riders every every day in London, yeah. getting the tube in and doing this. It was really quite a depressing experience. And we were like, at the end of it, we were like, why do all these tunes sound the same? Sounds like a nine to five. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it was like, oh, it was, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it was like, why do all these tunes? We'll we'll start it a tune. Worse. It was yeah. worse. It was worse. We were working like all day. As well. Yeah, we were working but, long days. But it was like, it was like we we'd start a tune at eighty BPM, say. Yeah. And then by the end of it, the whoever was writing it was was like, wait a minute, let's just put a four four <laughs> kick on it and make it a house tune. And every oh single time, and we were yeah. like, what is going on? And then eventually, we got friendly enough with one of the writers, yeah. and he was like, you do know that the label has been sending us guidelines oh, and sending why. us references for tunes. So every single oh person who came in, they were like, it has to sound like this, this, this. Yeah. And we that and, and you that guys was didn't a, even know. Yeah. We didn't even know. They never I told actually, us this. That was a big revelation. That was like, wow. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's two important things to say here, though. Is one is like obviously after that we chose. We went right. Okay. We have to make a personal. Like, we're relatively sociable people. Relatively. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I think we're... We're horrible. We're I, horrible. I, th- I think, you know, we're, we can get on with most people, but there's certain people that you connect with better, especially musically, and uh, those people we've chosen now will only work with them, so we just, now we've said, right, we'll only work with this guy, and occasionally we'll say we want to work with them, 
And if they don't want to work with us, that's fine, we understand. But if they do and we get on well, getting on with them is so important. It is. Because yeah. that's when you make the real art. When you can hang out afterwards, you can go for a meal, they can sleep over at your house, whatever. You know, we have some writer friends now who we literally like, they could sleep in our bed and it would be fine. And then we go to the studio the next day and we can write a song that means something. Yeah. Whether those other writers, it was very shallow, there wasn't any depth to what we were writing about. And even if you're making a, a dance track, you still need to be able to conceptualize what you're, do, what you're trying to do. And if you're on the same level, you can do that together and you meet. Yeah. One other thing to say though, just on the flip to the label, yeah. is that we have to say a bit of a thank you because we would never be in this position yeah, if yeah. we didn't have, sure. like, they put the money behind right, some of these tracks true. that otherwise we would just be another, like, DJ, a, a smaller artist. And they got yeah. us on the radio, which in England is very, very <laughs> yeah, important. Like, Still to this day, it's yeah. key. It's and we're, we're grateful. We are very grateful. Yeah. It's true. We, it's true. Good job for saying that. Because, yeah, we never, we always, we spend a lot of time slagging off labels and stuff, but yeah. it is very important. Yeah. But it's just the... Uh, manufacturing that goes with it mm -hmm. that you know we're so you know yeah. we're not happy with how else do you think you've changed like since then when you first started out like I mean, personality uh, I think I've become like an arrogant prick <laughs> everyone hates me now. I think I'm an introvert now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I mean I think we're I think we've learned now to deal with pricks and assholes, I think, because yeah. you meet a lot of them in the music industry, so you know, yeah. I mean, you know it. I think, yeah. And so I think we've learned to like, know, to read people and know who's got good intentions and who mm -hmm. doesn't and who yeah. actually we want to hang out with and, and how to, instead of just going like, go away, like how to kind of like, like gently say like, okay, I'm gonna leave now, yeah. Yeah. see you later. You know? <laughs> I think that's true. I think also I, if I were to give a tip yeah. to any like musicians coming through, I'd say you're gonna be used. Mm -hmm. So use them. You know, right. like yeah. I, that is not a philosophy to live by in any other means away from business, right? Mm -hmm. Never do that to <laughs> any of your friends. <laughs> Use your girls, friends. Use all of your friends. Never do it to girls or boys <laughs> or anyone, right? I don't, I don't condone that. That's not mm. cool. But in business, when they've got their own reason to use you, yeah. I think there's no, there's no harm in saying, right, well, we'll take this yeah. and we'll use that for our benefit. For sure. And it can be mutually beneficial. You don't have to like each other. You can just say, right, I'm going to use you for that. You use me for what you want. That's it. You cut ties. Yeah. It was very difficult for us at first because we wanted to make friends with everyone. Right. We yeah. were like, oh, come on, let's hang out. Let's do this. That's not how it is. Yeah, it's, it's not all it superficial. It's yeah. very shallow in that world. Yeah. I just, it's, it's sadly, it's just how it is. Yeah. But sa sadly, that's kind of what the music industry is based on is using people's art to make money. That's kind of... The, the whole premise of it, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, but um, but also what George is saying about using is like, and how we've changed as people is one of the hardest things I think is when you're in these sessions writing mm -hmm. is knowing how to say the what is going on, like a line that's been said, a lyric, a melody, is actually not good. Mm 
Because, like, I don't know about you, but I mean, I do know. We're both quite, <laughs> we're both quite, we avoid conflict, basically, mm -hmm. and avoid confrontation. And I think that's one of the things we've learned, and I'm still learning, is to be like, and it's better if this is exactly why you need to know the person well to make music with them, is you can be like, actually, that line's not very good, or actually, yeah. you know, yeah. that melody needs to be there, or, you know, because if, if you've just met that person today, in, that's what a lot of these sessions are. It's like, yeah. boom, here you are, meet this person, right, write a song. Yeah, so it's being able to say no. Yeah, and, and, that, and, and tell them what you actually think instead of just being nice, <laughs> which is it's really hard, quite hard sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm definitely really bad at it, and I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah. And we all know that because yeah. sometimes you have that friend that you like kind of know, yeah, and they're annoying you, you a bit, yeah. and then you don't. Can I stay over? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's, it's a life skill. It's not just a music, yeah. thing, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. It is so it's, hard. It's, it's very easy to avoid confrontation, yeah. but when you're trying to create art, it's important. Yeah, and just just to like cap this off is yeah. the one difference between say you're in a band. The conflicts that you're gonna have. Obviously, we have our own like little issues sometimes, but for the most part, we're working with singers yeah. or other instrumentalists. So, bringing them in is very different. If you're in a band, you're always together working, thinking about those things. For us, we're thinking about those things, but then when that person comes in, if they're not connected in this yeah. idea that we've got, then it's, it's it becomes very frustrating. Yeah. It's, it's a different way of yeah. going about creating. Yeah. Actually, about being a duo, were you guys ever scared of like being a duo and like ever falling out and then you'd have to like start again on your own and everything? Like, was that anything? I mean, it's, like not, it's not that we're scared, we're not yeah. scared of it, because no, I think we both kind of, we knew from the beginning yeah. we, were gonna, we were in this shit together, basically. We were like, we're going to do this together. Yeah. But we definitely had tough times where he hates me and I hate him. But we, yeah. love, but we all, we love, we all, we'll always have the underlying love, so it's fine. Yeah. But I think that's just conflict will always arise between two people if they're together for a long amount of time. Yeah. It's been like in, most in of your lives by now. It's yeah, like we spent crazy. like ten years together. We're no, like a married couple. But to be, but to be <laughs> fair, we are fully like a married couple. We literally oh are. Yeah, yeah, you guys like stay at uh, hotels together, oh, yeah. like travel together. I'm not in his bed though. <laughs> right. But that's got separate did, rooms. But that did happen. Yeah, when we first started, started out, yeah, we, like we get the, the early gigs. <laughs> We have obviously, you know, we don't have any money, so we stay in the same yeah. hotel room or whatever. I remember one time. It was quite fun. Though. It was I, funny. I, yeah, it, it was, was like a sleepout. <laughs> yeah. But it was exciting as well. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I remember one gig, the f pretty much the first <laughs> proper gig we ever did. We paid for our own trains down to London. Yeah. And we played at Cable. It's now closed now, sadly. <laughs> and uh, and we uh, we played the show. Stuck around as late as we could, and then just went to London Euston train station and just slept in the train station. Oh, yeah. We had no hotel. Yeah. Just slept in the train station together, like oh, it's quite cold, isn't it? And then yeah. got the first train back at like seven a.m. or whatever. We had a couple of moments where, like, yeah. We're not like playing the sympathy card. Either. Oh no, no, oh, we're, we're the luckiest no. guys ever. I love these stories. So but, it's but funny though. Yeah. But we feel very fortunate when we're like in a, you know. Set a lying down like an infinity pool oh in, in yeah. the Philippines and Malay. 
Yeah, it's, uh, it's changed a bit. It's pretty, yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's not quite a bench in Houston. Change. Yeah, it's not. A, yeah, it's not the floor in Piccadilly when we when we were really young and we go to like warehouse project and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's true. But no, I think I, I think we'll probably yeah we'll probably always make music together. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Because it's like yeah we've we've been through probably I mean we've. We've done it. We've yeah. used every word possible at each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and it's like, I still love them so. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, uh, Sorry, just yeah. It's <laughs> well done. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, what does the music you guys make like say about you as a person? Like, how does it reflect your personality? Um, I think with our music, it's it is very much like escapism. It's yeah. like it is like. I mean, the, the initial idea to the music when we started making it was a soundtrack to a dream, uh, a dream sequence that, like, there were certain different ones that, like, we wanted to sort of... It, it, was, it was trying to find, like, a style of music that fit uh, to, like, a kind of non-specific place and scene. And um, I, I think we failed. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't, I don't think that's we, false. Because I listened false. to your guys' music in high school in Hong Kong, and I did feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, for us, it's like it's not like a literal, literal translation of where we're from. Uh, the music, not all. Yeah, uh, it doesn't reflect our culture. It doesn't really reflect like the environment we're from or anything. But. It's, it's kind of us like trying to get away from where we were. Um, and then I think, I think we come back around. I think there's some, there's some tracks on the record that are about scenes that have happened around us and uh, experiences we've had. And some of them induce like ideas into my mind that are like ingrained in our childhood. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that means something quite deep to me even though the tracks don't translate that lyrically or you know yeah. or whatever but I think the the melodies do uh, evoke that you know kind of uh, emotion and, and those thoughts in them um, but I think it will change over time mm -hmm. for us this yeah. record the concept behind the record is a day and so uh, we've made the first track is waking, oh, that's so and then cool. we yeah. go through the day, and we've tried to make it so that it would fit into a time zone. And hopefully, in the record, we'll like we'll probably write a bit of an explanation. Yeah, about that, that sounds so sick. And uh, so then by the night time, so you do get like the dance records yeah. that maybe we'll play tonight or something. But there are records, or the, there's tracks on the record that wouldn't work in a club at all, you know, they're yeah. much more yeah. ethereal and Open relaxed. with it then. <laughs> <laughs> but and, it must... and they're more like kind of all inside and the earlier stuff we made that yeah. were like really relaxing yeah. music. And then the label signed us and then it was all like... <laughs> so <laughs> you must make of, house. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of got like the best of both. Oh, you know. But it, mu it must yeah. be said though, to be fair, because on the flip side of that is the... There are definite like things about because we are from a really beautiful part of the world. Like we're from like it's a really like we're basically the Lake Districts where we're from in yeah. England. So and I think 
the sort of escapism ethereal side does is is inspired by the beautiful landscapes around us yeah. and you know like the the bird song and all the stuff that's in yeah. the tracks and it's definitely yeah definitely do, does stem from it. that oh, yeah yeah so i mean it definitely does stem from that to an extent but i mean obviously like when it's a massive club track, you're not thinking yeah. of, you know, the rolling hills in Cumbria. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the sound of music. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's definitely parts of it, but yeah. Yeah. I like to think that this album is, is, oh, the upcoming album is, is a lot of it is us just trying to be as free as possible and yeah. trying to be, you know, just make us a, fr- a free sound, as, as cliche yeah. as that yeah. sounds, you know. Just trying yeah. to, when I think that stems from our personalities of just trying to, be open-minded and just try loads of new things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, last question: What do you guys want to be remembered for? Remembered um, for yeah. not being pricks. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, I can agree. With that. <laughs> <laughs> want to be remembered for not being one of those DJs that thinks they're better than everyone, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Which there yeah. are quite a lot of. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, cheers to that. I mean, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. We we just for being happy and yeah. just yeah. like doing what we want yeah. and like may other people do the same you know? yeah because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people that do just like follow that chain or yeah. that chain or do what the parents want to do or this and that and the other and yeah. that isn't wrong but if everyone does it I'm fucked yeah <laughs> so true awesome thank you so much thank you so-